Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. I'm talking with Colin McIntosh. Hey, Colin, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate you taking the time and uh, sharing. And uh, congratulations on your business, uh, your CEO and founder of Sheets and Giggles. And so uh, where'd you get that name? Uh, it just hit me. Um, I uh, So I wrote a business plan for a bed sheets company. I'm I think a lot of founders are a little neurotic and they've written business plans for a lot of companies they'll never start. Um, I've written probably 50 business plans in the last, you know, five or six years. And I wrote one for, for sheets company. And I always say, what's a funny name for blank. And it just hit me like a lightning rod sheets and giggles. And I, that was actually the moment I became obsessed with the idea of a funny brand in a boring big space and and because there was nobody in the sheets industry doing anything interesting and so I, I it kind of just really stuck out to me as a unique opportunity yeah and a funny brand in a boring space <laughs> yeah and that, that that might uh hold some potential for a lot of businesses well, well, I, that's the thing is I, I've got a lot of domains. If anybody wants any pun-based domains, I've got uh, sunglasseshalffull.com, uh, uh, romanhemperer.com for a hemp business, if anybody wants a CBD business. But uh, a lot, you know, like, I, I think that th- you're right. They're like, if you can be funny selling carpet or funny selling, you know, like it's, it, it, there's a lot of spaces that are left that are, you know, very boring, very, very, very terrible spaces. So, yeah. Well, you show, I mean, you've done a lot in a short period of time. Uh, yeah. You're like 32 now, is that right? Sorry, I'm 32, oh, yes. Yeah, 32. And uh, grew up in South Florida, graduated from uh, Emory University's uh, business school. And so uh, you've been successful enough to where they have you come back and speak and teach an entrepreneur class. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I teach the entrepreneurship class. I take over as a guest lecturer, uh, usually once a semester at Goizueta Business School at Emory. Um, and the professor there, Andrea Andrea Hershatter, she's the dean of the business school. And she and I have become good friends over the years, um, you know, me traveling back and doing the class once a semester for. And so what, uh, well, we, let's, let's get into that da- uh, a little later, but the, your company, let's make sure we get that on there. Founded in 2017, is that right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, revenue in 2021 was what? Because we get our uh, off of off LinkedIn and everything, and they're usually wildly inaccurate. So, yeah. I, is it okay if I'm not overly specific, just from a competitive right. standpoint? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so the, the timeline that I like to share is we founded the company in September 2017. Sorry, October October 2017. Um. We shipped our first box in October 2018 and November 2020. So two years after we shipped our first box, we had our first uh, seven figure sales month. So that was two two sales month month. Yeah. So, so that, that's kind of the timeline I like to share. And then 2021, we, you know, we've grown, we, we more than doubled from 2020 
Um, and we are, we now at the Inc 5,000, we were just ranked the 309th fastest growing company in the U S that was just crazy to me that a bed sheets company should be anywhere on that list. Um, but it was really a really cool honor, uh, to be named 309 on that list. Yeah. Congratulations. And, uh, Thank you. you've gotten all kind of, uh, awards and how did you get <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my my fiance built this shelf behind me for all the, you know, I, I, I have some real awards and then I have some fake awards. The 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 real one I'm proud I'm very proud of, you know, most influential uh Gen XYZ person in Colorado, which is cool. Um, you know, small business awards for the Denver Business Journal for our we did forty thousand dollars in COVID nineteen donations in twenty twenty. We got an award for that, which is really cool. Um I also have one from Techstars, which is the accelerator we went through, and it's a little tongue-in-cheek. It's most bed sheets ever sold by a Techstars company, uh, <laughs> which is they you know make up an award, yeah. yeah, one of one. But yeah, I All mean, right. they you know they, they don't let a lot of bed sheets companies into the accelerators, so yeah, it was it was pretty funny. But talk about that first one you were talking about, the most influential. Uh... Gen XYZ. Yeah. So, so it was, I'm, I'm top 25, according to the Denver business journal, which is really cool. A uh, great organization. I'm, I'm top 25 most influential Gen XYZ professionals in Colorado, which is like a, a funny, like string of qualifiers. Like it's not that big of a deal, but also when I think about it, like, I'm like, that's cool. Like that means that, you know, I'm 32 and people like what I'm doing and like what I have to say and, and can make an impact in my state. And, you know, we've, we've donated over a hundred thousand dollars to charity in the last three years. Um, a lot of that in Colorado. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, it, it, it's great to, to be able to see, um, you know, just get, get that recognition. Sometimes it shows you you're, you're on the right path. And so t talk about, uh, how would you be uh, influencing people through your just social media? Or are you speaking a lot? No, I, I'm, you know, it's actually interesting. I'm not a big social guy. I don't do, I don't do a ton of, I do a little bit of Twitter. I do a little bit of Instagram, but I don't do like the whole, like my social media is not like my professional persona. Like my social media is my personal persona because I, I, I don't, and I don't really have a difference between those two, to be totally honest with you, but I, I don't like the whole social influencer atmosphere i think it's very fake i think it's very um profit driven like people are are giving tips that i think are like somewhat obvious a lot of the time and right. I, you know i i don't want to be that guy that's like seven ways to like wake up as a lion on a monday morning like i'm like that's right. like that hate i hate that stuff so for me it's actually more of like I will, uh, I'm part of Good Business Colorado, which is a group of uh, progressive business owners that lobbies for um, legislation that helps small businesses in Colorado. So I will go to the Capitol and I'll lobby, um, you know, our state reps for legislation that I think is important for small businesses. Um, I will work with both uh, Republicans in uh, the Colorado Chamber of Commerce, who I'm playing golf with next week in the tournament as well as, you know, work with uh, House Speaker Alex Garnett, who's a Democrat, and, you know, try to um, get a more uh, equitable business landscape for startups and small businesses in Colorado. Um, and then, yeah, I do tweet and I do, I do put a lot of thoughts out there on LinkedIn and on Twitter just about whatever might be something interesting that I think is worth discussing. 
uh, on a week or maybe a topical matter. So I, you know, it's kind of a, a mix of a lot. And then I think our donations and leading by example, you know, we did a big Earth Day event this year in April with Women in Sustainability, which is a big Colorado sustainability group. And that was headlined by the co-writer of Don't Look Up, a guy named David Sirota, who's based in Denver. Um, and his wife is a Colorado state rep as well, Emily Sirota. So have, you know, bringing these people together for these events, throwing our company name behind things that we think are important and good, um, and then fostering discussion and, and doing donation drives is really, I would, that's the way I'd sum it up, I guess, is a lot, a lot of different things all at once. Okay. And uh, talk about <laughs> how did you come out and before you started this company, you've written 50 business plans. What were you doing? <laughs> Maybe 30. It's, 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 it probably feels like 50, but they're, yeah, they're all on Google Drive somewhere. Yeah. And so was this just ideas you had? Uh... For those of you who are sick and tired of fooling around and are dead serious about wanting to move up fast, I've got something especially for you. I've combined the best insights from over 40 years in business and making $70 million in income and compress them into a free webinar. That's right. It's a free resource. If you want to find out exactly what the concepts are that I use in coaching million dollar earners, register now at widelonwinning.com. You'll discover the five part framework used by so many to reach their financial, personal and professional goals. You can find that link in this episode's show notes. Yeah, I so a lot. I think you're probably the same way. I bet you have a, a thousand business ideas. Like you know, and 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 I think most founders have a, a thing on their phone that's a notepad that says business ideas, and they just every time one comes up, they write it down. Um, I take it a little bit further. I try to sit down and I write a business plan whenever I have an idea. And if I can't build like a compelling two-page plan, I'll just kind of trash it. But if I can, I'll usually buy a domain. I'll buy, I'll get the social channels um, and I'll kind of park it for myself in case that there's any future uh, prospects there. Um, or I'll share it with, like I do mentorship um, in the downtown Denver Commons, which is like a group of 10 entrepreneurs every quarter they get free mentorship and training. And I, I mentor at Techstars Boulder as well. Um, so I'll do a lot. Of, I'll give a lot of free business ideas to people. If they want to start a business, I'm like, Hey, I've got a business plan and a business idea here. If you want to start this company for yourself. Um, so I think sheets and giggles is just one of those ideas that took on a life of its own. It became overwhelming for me to, to think about having this incredible lightning rod of a brand and, and not starting it. So that was, that was kind of the, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't look away. And so I ended up doing a crowdfunding campaign in May, 2018. So about six months after I founded the business and we raised $300,000 in 30 days for bedsheet pre-orders, uh, which is crazy. Like who would give money to a company to wait six months for bedsheets? Um, but thousands of people did. And, and that was when I knew we had lightning in a bottle. Yeah, but <laughs> what was your pitch? You know, <laughs> you know, it, you're right. You know, the sheet business, you know, the sheet business, you had these brands, Bolin and whatever. And, uh, you know, <laughs> very, yeah, very sincerely, you know, 85 presidents sleep on these sheets and, you know, uh, 
you know they're fine you know that you know they they, they stopped they they, stopped running those ads uh in for a few years (laughs) well i'm sure they're wonderful people but the thing is the lead-in just caught me it's just like you know barbie and i went out and we could you know get some sheets one weekend and you know, there was just no good sheets out there. It's like, where did you look? You know? No, no that, 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 those, those, okay. I'm so glad you brought that up, Larry, because they had the founder of Brooklyn and who I, I respect the business they built. Like, don't get me wrong, but they had him on, um, on how I built this on that podcast. And like, yeah. and he was, and he was like, yeah, we stayed in this hotel in Las Vegas and the sheets were incredible. And then we looked up how much money they cost. And we were like, Oh my gosh, $400. <laughs> There has to be a better way. And yeah. so we said, and I'm like, that's not, that's great. Then you did not do that. Like that is, that is like one of the most, bull- so like, I think that all these founder stories are made up in a lab of like a relatable story that people, so for me, I swear to God, this is how it happened. I was watching War Dogs with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill and Miles Teller's character is selling sheets out of the back of his pickup truck in the beginning of the movie and the retirement homes uh they all say f off like we don't need your sheets da, da, da. and he ends up having to burn his inventory and i turned to, this is five years ago and i turned to my now ex my ex-girlfriend and i said this is ridiculous he bought all this inventory he didn't do a go-to-market plan he has no idea who his core demographic is his pricing strategy is terrible you know what pause the movie and that was the night i wrote a business plan for a bed sheets company and then i said what's a funny name sheets and giggles and i, I bought all the domains about sheetsgiggles.com at Sheets Giggles on Twitter and Instagram and everything. And uh, I think three months after that, I was laid off uh, from my last job at 1 p.m. on a Monday. And I remember I remember, I went out to the baseball game that night with my coworkers who had all just gotten fired alongside me. And they said, what are you going to do next? And I told them, I said, you know, I've got this idea for a company called Sheets and Giggles and it sells sustainable bed sheets. And they all looked at me like I was actually insane. Like I, like I had lost my mind, which to be fair, you know, maybe I had a little bit, but yeah. Uh So that's my founder story. And it's one of the dumbest founder stories you'll ever hear in your life. I was watching a a six out of 10 IMDB movie and changed my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I think you're right. These founder stories do come out of a lab and they remind me like the uh, Alaskan TV reality stories in the sense like you know they a founder story is going to get to the point where they say and we said to ourselves there's got to be a better there's way there's got to be a better way and i'm like and, 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 it's, and it's so actually if you go on our, our about page on sheetsgiggles.com slash about it's it's it, we have all these fake stories for me right. um one of them is i was in prison and i was trying to break out of my jail cell <laughs> But the 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 cotton sheets that they gave us in in the in the prison cells, just the tensile strength wasn't strong enough, and I couldn't fasten a rope to climb out of my tower. And I thought there has to be a better way. Uh, be a- and and we got we got a few a few of those. So yeah, like the Alaskan yeah. reality show, they all are going to get to the point where somewhere during the half hour someone looks with great you know the camera zooms in right and if we if we don't get the you know get a kill a moose or whatever you know or catch a pile of fish you know we could we only have a couple of months here we could starve this winter you know it's just like we've never heard that idea you know it's like the summers are short in alaska wow that's i i information 
I feel like, yeah, and like reality imitates art where like it, they have these branding meetings and these, it's all, it's always like some direct to consumer brand. Like, and, and the other thing about this, Larry, is like the, um, the missions of all these brands, like, right. you know, like, look, we, we sell bed sheets on the internet. They're sustainable. We're proud of the product. It's phenomenal. Like it's the best sheets you'll ever own. Don't get me wrong. And, and we donate a hundred thousand dollars of charity in our first three years of operation. Very proud of that. We do good in the world. Right. But at the end of the day, we sell bed sheets on the internet. The period, end of the story, that's who we are and doesn't need to be any loftier than that. And my whole team has bought into that as like, that's what we do. Be proud of it, own, own it. Whereas every other consumer brand, like we're changing the way that people approach their personal hygiene. Like, no, you sell a toothbrush on the internet. Like we're, we're changing the way that cultures interact with one another. No, you sell a suitcase on the internet. Like, don't like, you know, like, like where, where do I teach these people, these crazy like ways to communicate with people. And I think that like people's authenticity meters are so strong in 2022, like, and, and it's on all of these consumer brands is like, it, it drives me nuts. So, um, you know, like we, what you see is what you get with us. And, and I think that that's been really successful for us. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's the same way in the art world. You know, it's like you go in and somebody's got this piece of crap in the wall and then somebody up is trying to sell it. It's like, you know, he went in there and he's, you know, taking a stand against, you know, the injustice in the world. <laughs> it, you know, for it's, it's about, you know, how women have fought and been underpaid for all these things but this symbolizes some kind of crap it's just like <laughs> some some but, struggle in this painting yeah. and it's like no it's a it's a nice painting like it's no, like no, it's no, okay. no. most of the time it's a piece of crap but they're yeah, just trying sure. to talk you into like with well, this is profound changing how painting will be done and artwork and for the coming generations it's like shut up it's ugly it's really it's really a it's really a commentary on the turkish genocide of like you know it's like it's you know it's just no it's a painting like right you know it's a painting if you like buy it you know yeah exactly yeah yeah so uh you know one last i'm gonna hit you one last time on this you get an idea for Maybe this is a long, if it's a long story, just tell me and then we'll, we'll do it on another episode. Okay, sure. How do you get, how do you go from a guy watching uh, Netflix or something I, or, and then you, all of a sudden you become the sheet king, you know, like the, pillow, <laughs> like the pillow king. Uh, yeah. The, my pillow guy. Yeah. My um, pillow king. Well, I get that. I get that comparison a lot and it is not the most flattering uh, comparison <laughs> in the world. Um, well, you're really going to get it when you run for president. Now, you know, that's the thing, but the thing I'll do the beard, he's got the mustache, and we'll, yeah, we'll clash a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm like the bizarre world, my pillow guy. Um, I, I, uh, I, I think that the answer is just neuroticism, like in the sense of like, you know, you, you, you started a company, like you, you, you work 16 hour days, seven days a week for two years, right? Getting company off the ground until. yeah. You shake, yeah, you shake every hand, you go, to, you say yes to every single thing, you fly to New York on a red eye, you, you know, you meet manufacturers, you go to India, you like, they're all, all these things, you, you can do. So I think people, there's a great quote, I think it's by Bill Gates, and it's people overestimate, overestimate what they can do in a year, and they underestimate what they can do in 10. And I, and I think that if you're working 16 hour days, seven days a week, you really what you can do in in two years 
is is really um incredible and so yeah i mean i i i think that there's like just a healthy amount of neuroticism of of trying a bunch of different things failing um and and treating people the way that you want to be treated i think is always the key for me of like why do our customers love us is because we you know we treat them like human beings and we we don't treat them like uh wallets with mouths um and uh so yeah i mean that that's the short answer but there's a lot of yada 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 in there of how you go from zero to seven figure months in two years you know thanks so much colin thanks for listening to the million dollar mastermind if you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.